0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sneaky Sports Podcast Season 3, episode number 48 on this July 28th, overreaction Monday. Well, I said July 28th, June 28th. We got reacting to Tom Brady's comments on HBO's The Shop. We got the Blazers hired Chauncey Billups. Dame seems to be out of Portland. The Sixers want to keep Ben Simmons, which is not unreasonable. And then the conference Finals talk, and will injuries have made this year's champion? A Mickey Mouse ring, like everyone likes to say. So, without further ado, let's dive on in and we begin today's episode with reacting to Tom Brady's comments on HBO's a Shop. He said, "You're sticking with that motherfucker." <laughs> when asked about his free agency process and how that team, how that team didn't want him, so yeah, he was aggressive in his comments. Um, obviously, HBO's a Shop is a pretty unfiltered show. Um, it's produced by Rick, uh, Mav Carter and LeBron James, but how much is LeBron? I mean, it is produced by LeBron, so give him credit. Um, and yeah, I mean, he basically came out strong and NFL insiders believe it was the Oakland or the Las Vegas Raiders he was referring to with those comments. And Brady went on to beat Las Vegas 45 to 20 in a week seven matchup. Um,
1: so just give me your thoughts on these comments, guys. It's kind of interesting, but do you really think it was the Raiders? Because like Derek Carr is not like that bad.
2: I read a report that it's definitely it was like confirmed to not be the Bears. And yeah, he's
1: not the
0: Bears. It was not
2: wasn't, the it, wasn't he interested in the 49ers? I think it could have been like Jimmy G possibly. The Niners seem to be the popular choice here, but I don't get the Derek Carr hate. I think he's I think he's tremendous, but nobody else. Yeah, Derek Carr is not that bad. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, I, I you know,
0: would say I think I, the NFL insiders like they're they're 95 confident that it's the Raiders he's talking about. Because remember, the Niners in free agency like last year. The real talk was the Chargers, the Buccaneers, and the Raiders. There's the three teams left. Remember? Like mm. those were like the three teams like in the sweepstakes the whole entire entire time. The Niners were never brought up because Jimmy G was coming off of a Super Bowl appearance. He was thought as a pretty good quarterback. So, and I get Derek Carr, but I, I also think he's overrated. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Like that's ridiculous. Justin Herbert is way better than Derek Carr. I don't want to hear that nonsense of Derek Carr ahead of Herbert. That's that's ridiculous. So I think it's easily the Raiders. I, I think it
1: is. Wait. But the Chargers still had Phillip Rivers then. The, well, they had, they had
0: Tyrod Taylor,
1: but
2: – No, Phillip Rivers was a was a free agent at that point. You know, they had
0: Tyrod Taylor on the team, but
2: – Yeah, the then it – it, it,
0: it was confirmed – no, it was confirmed already to not be the Chargers, though. That's what I was about to say. The Chargers, he confirmed it. It was not the Chargers because they told Tom that they were drafting a quarterback. So he wasn't even really that mad. He was just like, all right, because I wouldn't – Whatever, be. Yeah. He so he's talking about the Niners or Raiders, technically. But I think it's the Raiders because most NFL insiders believe it's, it's Las Vegas. But it could be the Niners. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, do you – I don't know Derek. about Derek Carr. Let's, let's go back to Derek Carr for a little bit. Would it, like, do you think that – because I feel like he's one of those players that a lot of people in the NFL like, don't respect.
2: Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think he's tremendously disrespected. I mean, right. you look, they they traded away his number one target, Amari Cooper, and then they go out and get him Antonio Brown, who has like a mental just meltdown. So, he, you, you know, he's had a tough go over the years, and then they trade away his all his whole offensive line this offseason. He's got nothing going for him in Las Vegas. Derek
1: Carr produces good numbers with little to nothing. So mm-hmm. I, would, I don't understand why people consider
2: him bad, but, uh, to be honest with you. I that, would so. take him on my team, that's for sure. Yeah, well, he's
0: – I think he's solid, but – like to me, he's more of like a game manager type quarterback, where he's not gonna like win. He's I mean, not gonna go out there and make plays to win. Like
1: just he, as has, a he, he throws a nice deep ball. He go, he, I don't. He's he not take chances.
0: But I yeah, I, I think that he has been more of a conservative quarterback. He he kind of just
1: does what I feel like he, that's he, because he, of the lack of weapons that he has on his offense.
0: That's fair, but
1: I feel like when
0: my top 10 quarterback, so you have to be a guy who changes the game for your team. Like I don't think he's a top Murray.
1: 10 quarterback, but I think he'd probably be in that 10 to 15 range. That's definitely fair.
0: That's why I put Kyler and Herbert over like Tannehill and cars and I don't like – I think that Kyler can change the game with his, with his legs. And I think Herbert – I mean, his arm is just outstanding. And he has a, a, a decent – um decent legs too. And I feel like his pocket awareness – or his pocket mobility is pretty good too.
1: Yeah, I mean, her. I mean, I, Herbert's going to be better going forward. Just his rookie year, he was just as good as Carr, honestly. So, just going as forward, good. yeah, for sure.
0: We'll say that. We'll roll with that.
1: And we're going to talk about something else going forward. The Blazers have decided to go with Chauncey Billups as their new head coach. Interesting. Billups signed a five-year deal to become the new head coach. He had been the assistant of the Clippers. And something just recently came up on Twitter after the hire that he had charges of rape and assaulting a woman in 1997. Charges were ultimately dropped, but they think a financial settlement was reached to keep it quiet, obviously. Happens all the time with celebrities and athletes. Dame on Twitter said, sometimes it's not the people that change, it's the mask that falls off. Sources believe now Damian Lord is as good as gone and out of Portland. Phillips hired over Dan Tony and Becky Hammond, and I know one thing, that Jason Kidd was the guy that Damian Lillard really wanted and the guy that he told the organization he wanted, but they also said that he would be part of the head coach search. So if he's part of the head coach search, are we hundred percent sure that he doesn't really like Chauncey Billups?
0: Well, he put on Twitter that he didn't like the hire. Like he actually like said on Twitter, along with those comments, like those oh. cryptic tweets, because remember he said, I think some fans said like, I'm sorry, you're getting a blame for this hire. And he says, you don't have to be people going to keep being sorry or whatever. And then he said, I said what I said, family. And here's where the real comments started. He said, really? I was asked what coaches I liked, like of the names I heard and I named them. Sorry, I wasn't aware of their history. I didn't read the news when I was seven eight years old. I don't support those things. But at this is you, want to come at me at, or come at me, say less. So maybe he did have some type of input, but he didn't.
2: He wasn't aware of the comments or he wasn't aware of the allegations before. I don't think anybody was because I think that would have altered their coaching search. You know so. what? I think that's what it was
0: because the more I read this, it sounds like he picked Billups, but he wasn't aware of the history because that's why he said i wasn't aware of their history i didn't read the news when i was seven and eight years old so he picked billups but then he realized that there's allegations and then said fuck him i don't want to i don't want to be a part of this i'm out of here i don't want to be
1: associated with this coach because it because think about it they said he was going to be part of the hire right now he kind of has like direct correlation to this guy being hired and now they're trying to like give him shit about it because he had some sort of correlation to it so he's just he's just like i don't want to be a part of this at all now
2: yeah and- also, Billups doesn't have much coaching experience to begin with. So even before all that stuff came out, I thought this was a weird hire.
1: Yeah, well, he came out of ESPN, went right to the Clippers,
2: assistant. He was on their bench for a year. You I know, know, that's it. nothing crazy. Um, I don't know. I thought that if the Blazers are trying to contend, like they convince themselves they are every year, then they definitely should have hired somebody with more experience. I think, although there wasn't really anybody available besides Carlisle, so. I don't know, not Remember
0: Carlisle in, in Indiana had a, a pass. Remember he won sixty-one games with Indiana in two thousand four. He was a part of the whole malice of the Palace. Like he was mm-hmm. part of those good Pistons or those good Pacer teams back in the day. So I think Indiana was a perfect favorite. Carlisle. I don't think he would have went to Portland. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Portland, you said that I, I'm curious about is you said that you know they convinced themselves that they're contenders, and I, I agree to a certain extent. But as a small market, do you have another option? Like, I don't like how people – like, people use the term blow it up too much times because, I mean, how if you're a small market like Portland, you're, you're satisfied with just, you know, being in the playoffs every year just having a superstar like Dame Lillard on the team. You don't need to blow it up to what, then stink for the next 10 years? I mean –
2: Yeah, now you're going to have to so draft. Why, though? I mean, you look at the teams at the conference finals this year. They're all small market teams with the exception of the Clippers, and they're really a small market team too.
0: Well, we the- know how the injuries have – have played our role in this in the season,
2: but still some of the best seeded. I people. guess, but like I mean, Atlanta's there and they didn't really like have any injuries benefit them, and you know Milwaukee it, is still a top four team in the NBA. They just happen to play the Nets in the second round, but I mean, and look,
0: I think Phoenix is a it's not a big market, but I think what classifies a big market is if a star wants to be traded there, and Chris Paul wanted to be traded to Phoenix, and. The Clippers signed Kawhi and PG, so they 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 just signed two free agents like our Paul George traded, but signed Kawhi. So that's a big market in my eyes that you could sign a free agent like Kawhi Leonard.
2: I guess I just there's no like New York or LA or Miami. And I know the Clippers are LA. They don't like they don't. They're not the Lakers. They're not even close. Well, they
0: find more free agents than the Knicks do. They signed Chris Paul that way. I mean, they traded for Chris Paul. But, like, trading and signing is, like, the same thing nowadays. Because, like, Mm -hmm. a lot – it just means, like, they wanted to go there. They're under contract still, though.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, So, let's move on now. We kind of touched on this before. Um, There's been a lot of injuries in this year's playoffs. So, does this kind of take away from the value of the ring? Does it make it a Mickey Mouse ring this year? Um, We've seen the Suns especially go through the Lakers without – without Anthony Davis and then LeBron was hobbled. Jamal Murray obviously missed that whole series. And now Kawhi has been out this whole series. The Bucks got the benefit of the doubt when Kyrie and Harden both got hurt. And then now Trey Young's a little injured. So, and, you know, those are the two teams expected to be in the finals. So does this kind of take away from the value of their ring or what? I don't, I don't think so. And I've been, you guys have, I've been
0: really firm on this stance the entire, basically my entire life is that, injuries happen every year. I mean, you look at every single champion since like 2010, I, there's been a team that that champion has faced that's been injured. 2015, it's, you know, the the Cavs are the Warriors who go up against a no Kyrie, no K love Cavs, just LeBron. Then 2016, Draymond Green gets suspended. You know, I think Steph Curry was injured in that series, rumored to be injured in that series. 2017, then it's the Kawhi thing. And that was a minor thing but it's still, I mean, still he got hurt in game one. they were up 27 points. Who knows what could have happened? 2018, it's Chris Paul versus the Warriors. 2019, it's Klay Thompson and KD versus the Raptors. Last year, it's Bam and Jokic versus the Lakers in the finals. They were both hurt. You can pinpoint things, and I get it. This year was a lot worse than past years. But it's just a part of the game. and. I, I don't like, like, what does that even mean? Cause, like, how are we supposed to judge a championship if it's like a Mickey now spring? Like, I don't like doing that because I just consider every championship a championship. Like, that's how I see it.
1: I don't know. But the one thing I want to say is personally, did it like everyone kind of think that the winner of the Suns Lakers series would pretty much go all the way, anyways, or at least very far? And people thought the Clippers you would not also.
2: Necessarily. Be- I, I had the, I, I, I could say that for the Nets bucks series, but I don't know. But I didn't think the Suns would make it this far.
1: I, I don't know. I thought the Suns were better than the Jazz, and I thought that, you know, the Clippers were good, but obviously Kawhibe got now. But same thing that we can say with the Nets and the Bucks. the winner of that series would probably win the East. So what are we going to take away from it? I mean, there's always going to be that underdog team in the playoffs. It's good that we actually see a team like the Hawks make it far this year. It kind of shows that unlike they always say the best team, you know, wins, that necessarily didn't happen. And it's good. I'd rather see that. I'd rather see teams that we don't expect to see every year. Like Ben said, it's good to see new faces. It's so boring watching the same guys every single year in the last four, LeBron and Curry and everything like that. It's just, it's just the same thing. It's good to see the next faces of our
2: league with Trey Young and Devin Booker here. Yeah. You want to talk about new faces? Only three players in the conference finals have ever won a championship. Uh, Kawhi Rondo and Serge Ibaka and basically two of them aren't even playing so we're going to see a oh. team full of new champions this year that's, good
0: that's crazy I, I can't even believe that that you
2: know what and
1: I also think that t- other teams around the league seeing this makes it seem like they're going to give it more of a shot to go for it because they see that the kind of torch is being passed with guys like LeBron getting older Curry. Steph yeah. Curry getting older you know, Kevin Durant and the Nets still falling short because of injuries. And there, these. I feel like more teams will go for it now than ever, which is better.
0: I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, though. That's why we need no super teams in the league. Look who I, – I love the play-in tournament because it kind of fixed the bottom of the standings where teams at the bottom were still competing towards the end of the season. But now we need that same energy for, like, the five, six, seven, and eight seeds because those teams are, like, not going all in, like the, the Blazers are a perfect example. They never went all in and threw like five first down picks at Paul George or some guy like that. They never threw a boatload of picks at some disgruntled it's star. Hard,
1: it's hard though, because like-
0: but I Because OKC was able to trade for Paul George when, you know, they're a small market. I think if you have a disgruntled, disgruntled star on like a one-year deal, like, in, like yeah, a one-year deal, so it's a risk, but if you throw four, five first round picks, he'll, he'll come to Portland. They'll take they'll the trade and he'll be a Blazer. They never did that because they were always scared that, oh, the Warriors would beat us anyway. They would they would win. But those teams have never been willing to take the risk like we've seen in the past years because can of the Super
1: teams. can we just say the same thing with the Celtics?
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think no Super teams would make it so much better. This year, we're getting a glimpse of what that would look like. And I think hopefully in the future, Kevin Durant doesn't ruin the league two more times, but I'm looking forward to it. The Sixers uh, want to keep Ben Simmons. Now, um, this I think a lot of people are blowing it out of proportion. And as a Ben Simmons kind of hater, I guess I would call myself. I don't like. I don't see why this is a problem. His trade value is so low right now that you're not going to get anything back. And considering that just a couple of months ago you were going to get James Harden um, for like Tyrese Maxi, Matisse Dibble, and Ben Simmons. You can, you have to hope that you can boost a trade value back up in maybe in a rehab type situation. And I guess they're, they're a contending team. So rehabbing a player might not be the best idea, but Frank, you have to, you have to. You can't no, you don't, because. for CJ McColeman. No, Frank, know, what is training CJ McColeman, CJ and Joel Embiid are not, not doing shit, dude. It not
1: Joel Embiid, the best player on this team is frustrated with so-called the second star.
0: Apparently not though. Apparently Joel Embiid is invested long-term in Ben Simmons. That's what well,
2: he's a moron because his right, career yeah. isn't going to last long term the way he's built. They're but- wasting MB's great years now because of this bozo
1: that they have. But the when you is- fuck up, when you fuck up, you cut your losses. They fucked yeah. up. Cut your losses and just move on. Take anything it from it. Cut
0: their losses so badly, like that. I don't think they can just do that anymore. That that it's different.
2: You don't see I mean, a They better learn to better. draft better. I mean, they they fucked up two first overall picks in a row like so badly. Like they should just learn to draft better and they wouldn't have to cut their losses. Simple as that.
0: You can't control the past. Though. I mean, the past is the past.
2: Well, I know, but you can control the future. And when Ben fuck Simmons. Up, you move on. When you fuck As up, just part, just move like, on. You
0: always say that, though. But the thing is, I think that would apply for a situation like if a guy lost some trade value, but he's still a good player. But, dude, this guy went from a positive asset who you could have basically gotten a Ben Simmons for a hardened swap now he's a bad contract swap player. So
1: I, I disagree. If, I don't think he's a bad contract swap. I think people around, around the league still view that he has a lot of potential, to be honest with well, you. how
0: come the most popular trade machines are CJ or Buddy Heald for Ben Simmons? That is a terrible deal back for the Sixers. If you get CJ McCollum, you're actually getting worse, in my opinion. Because there's no primary ball handler anymore, though. Where's the ball
2: handler on the team? Tyrese Maxey could play.
0: You have, to, you have to get Kyle Lowry then. You have
2: They're going to play. get Kyle Lowry in a signing trade. Yeah, so, but the ball handling doesn't matter if he can't create his own shot, which we've. Seen, this has been an issue for years now. Anyone could bring anyone could bring the ball up the court. I
0: disagree. You need, you need playmakers. You need two playmakers on your team to be a good but he's team. He's
1: not a playmaker if you could stand at the foul line and guard him. You saw with the, the Clippers last year. The Clippers never, had no. The he, Clippers he no gets,
0: playmakers, and the, they suffer. Okay,
1: but Sim- Simmons isn't really that great of a playmaker. Simmons, but he, and I disagree. With Simmons is people always just say he's like he
0: makes normal passes. But a lot of people make normal passes. He doesn't. He doesn't make mistakes. That's what you want. He's a good playmaker. Yeah, if he, he can't he play
2: the last two minutes of the game, then like he's not that, somebody I want on my team anyway.
0: Like, that narrative that he's not a good playmaker, I saw something that TikTok he can't build around a guy who can't TikTok play, play crush video. in crunch time minutes. it's like not a good playmaker. That is such bullshit.
2: If you I mean, know I what think he's a solid playmaker. playmaker, I don't think he's. I don't think it's anything to write home about. Though he's not like he's a. He's good and Like he,
0: JJ. No, and I wait. Perfect stat. Since 2017, on J D Reddick's podcast, so this is legit stat, he said that he saw something on Twitter that Ben Simmons created the most open threes for his teammates since 2017 than any other player in the NBA. His velocity on passes to get it to a shooter really quickly is fantastic. He's a good playmaker. That is ridiculous. You You don't
2: think Joel Embiid has anything to do with that, though?
0: But it's from Ben Simmons. It's Ben Simmons. Yeah, but it's Joel, and Joel Embiid's gravity. gravity.
2: I mean, like, it's not like Ben Simmons is like drawing
0: gravity. But okay. I, I think even when you saw that 16, remember when Philly's rookie year, they went on a 16 game winning streak without Joel Embiid, literally with 16 and 0 without Joel Embiid. They were fantastic. Ben Simmons was doing that without Joel Embiid, too. I get it. Ben Simmons, I know he sucked
2: for 16 games in the regular season, but this is a team. That was the one seed. They have championship aspirations. And at the end of the day, you can't have a guy on your team who's supposedly it's a, a negative superstar can't even play in the fourth quarter. Like that's a negative I impact. Well, That's why you have to rehabilitate in the fourth quarter. But rehabilitate him how? He's been in the league for five years already. You
0: have to, you. You have to hope that he finally turns around his shooting. I mean you can tell like any player. I'm a
2: Bulls fan. I, can I just like hope that Zach Levine becomes better than LeBron. We've like, been saying oh. that about We've been saying that about Giannis, too. He's been saying he's going
1: to work on his jump shot. The guy still hasn't learned how to shoot. It's been eight years.
0: But Giannis, Giannis has gotten a lot better, though, actually. Giannis, I mean, and it's hard to shoot. Dude. I think people just think, like, you can fix your shot in one year. No, you can't. Dude. No, you can't. It's hard. It takes time.
1: Okay, so you're saying rehabilitate. It's going to take this I mean, guy forever. Yeah, so
0: it's going to you have you to start somewhere. That ben it doesn't,
1: Simmons it doesn't fit
2: hard. Joel Embiid's timeline, though. It just doesn't.
1: We're also saying he has a horrible work worth that thick, that, And since he got his contract, he hasn't even been working to get better. So how about that? That's, oh, so he he know that he hasn't been, he been working. Makes, he can't
2: hit free Stephen throws.
0: Stephen A. Smith might be the most unreliable source I've ever seen in my life. It's like a Caden Cairo at 95% chance to the dicks. Like, enough with Stephen A. Smith as a source. He is just – he says shit for I – mean, he makes shit up. He makes shit up.
1: That's so what he does. I trade Ben I think Ben Simmons, I would trade him for anything at this point.
0: No, I mean, I guess no, I, I understand where you guys are coming from. Like don't get me wrong, I, I do, but you guys want CJ like who do you want back on the team man That's gonna make him a champion.
1: I don't care. I don't care. You
0: don't have you're, there's no freedoms at this like Ben Philadelphia with Kyle Lowry Joel you have CJ, C.J.
1: McCullum on that team? You're you're probably in the playing the Bucks right now. If you CJ Joel,
0: if you CJ and Joel, I mean, and Seth I mean, Curry
2: and Tobias Harris, that's a that's a great shooting team around now. You're playing the Bucks right now. Mm-hmm.
0: CJ, Joel, and Tobias. I mean, I, like, I, I don't. And then you're losing to the Bucks either way. So I don't like. This is not like some of the.
2: Are you though? Like, I mean, like the the Hawks are putting up a pretty solid fight versus Milwaukee. Like, why couldn't the Sixers do that? In CJ McCollum. Is I, I love cj,
0: but he's he's overrated, he, he's in an efficient volume. But
1: they, but they don't they don't what do they need really out of CJ McCullough? Like well, he needs they? What are they, what are they missing it? from Ben they're Simmons? Serious. What are they missing?
0: They his playmaking ability. That's what they're missing. That, that's like, if they got Kyle, Lowry, if they got Kyle Lowry somehow, then maybe, but they can't fill those salaries together. They, that wouldn't work. They would need to trade like Tobias Harris of Toronto. And I don't know if Toronto will want that contract. He's like four more years on his deal. Like well, there you go. Do,
2: they like, can't have Kyle Lowry,
0: contracts. but they can't get Kyle Lowry, Tobias, CJ, and Joel and be in the same team. It's, it's not possible. Like, you probably can only get, like, Kyle Lowry, CJ, and Joel, and I don't know how you get rid of Tobias's contract that easily.
2: They it wouldn't don't. work. They're just they're just in hell, the Sixers. They're just in such a bad spot. So you can't get CJ and
0: Kyle. So it's either you pick one or the other, and you get Kyle, Ben, and Joel, which I guess I would
2: be Kyle. I would ben. rather have CJ. Kyle Lowry's like like, 100 you- years old.
0: Yeah, so then it's just either Kyle, Ben-Joel, or CJ and Joel. That's it. Just them two. And, and Tobias, like I guess I forgot him.
1: What about Russell Westbrook? Because I think that's definitely a really high
2: possibility. Well, Russell Westbrook. the Lakers right? is, another,
0: is another rumor we're hearing. He
2: has the same strengths and weaknesses as Ben Simmons, but he can. he's at least not afraid to attack the basket.
0: No, I agree. The Russ thing is not bad. But what I've heard is that the Lakers, because they have Dennis Schroeder on a the 20 They can do a sign and trade with Schroeder.
2: Yeah, but we need to stop Nobody wants Dennis Schroeder. Like, I don't understand. For
0: Russ, though, he is a bad contract. You said said, Schroeder to Washington, and you get Russ to LA.
2: That would be a nightmare. Russell Westbrook will become the most crucified player in NBA history if he played alongside LeBron.
0: I I don't know. He's already the most hated
2: player in history. And then you play alongside LeBron. If he sneezes the wrong way, NBA Twitter will be on him like, like, there's no small.
0: I i agree, but he, I mean, isn't that already the case with Westbrook? This whole, yeah, game?
2: it'll be twice as bad if he plays alongside LeBron. And that is not a team built to win a championship. What if he wins a championship? See,
0: that then the whole
2: that is not a team built to win a championship. Like, just oh my god, I... the thought of Russell Westbrook playing with LeBron actually makes me sick.
0: The spacing would be terrible. The spacing,
2: is like the, the oh, there
0: wouldn't, be any, there wouldn't be any shooters on the, uh, shooters on the no. team. And
2: you know what shocked me? I ran the poll on the Instagram. People actually thought they would beat Brooklyn. Like I was, I couldn't believe it. That's there what was, I was saying. Everybody was convinced the Lakers were winning. That's why I don't understand why we can call the Nets a super oh, team.
0: Sixty-five percent of the people thought the Lakers of trio of, of Russ, Ad, and LeBron would beat Katie, Kyrie, and Harden.
2: Oh, you're talking about that, like in the future? I was talking about the past tense. feel Sixty-five percent of
0: people. It should be. Tw- it should be two. Two percent of people. That trio is is terrible, but. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me.
1: All right, let's talk about this Eastern Conference series now that the Sixers are not in. Uh, the Bucks versus the Hawks. The Bucks have won the last two. Natalie 2-1. Middleton had 20 point fourth quarter points last night. He just would not miss from 3 point. And 38 total, which is a playoff career high. And it seems like we've kind of identified that the, the Hawks really need Trey Young uh, to kind of keep them in these games. I mean, that one game that they, you know, got their ass kicked in, Trey Young did not play that well. He played well last night. They kind of were winning most of the way through, and then Middleton hit this really hot stretch, and well,
2: it was
0: Got hurt too, which we're not yeah,
2: sure. yeah. But I they mean, were up five with a few minutes left, but then Middleton just went on went Middleton to a different just, like zone. Yeah. It was crazy.
1: He made four threes in a row. I don't know mm-hmm. what are you supposed to
2: do.
0: I'll give Middleton credit, but let's be if Trey doesn't get hurt and he stays in the game the whole time, they're winning this game. I mean, I don't really care. The game changed when Trey left the game. And I don't know.
2: I think know. they, they would have won. I think the Bucks are just a much better team, and it shows at the end of these games. I mean, like Trey Young was out there; it's, it, like Middleton just wasn't missing shots, and then the Hawks couldn't get good looks. I think the Bogdanovich injury is has actually been killing them because he's, he he's fucking atrocious. He's been like a negative for them like the whole playoffs. And he always just
0: not, he just hurt, dude. Well,
2: that's what I'm saying. The injury is killing them. Yeah,
0: but that's a Frank says
2: atrocious. Like no, he's oh, no, no. I don't think he sucks. I just he's think been he's atrocious. Injured. This series, he's been atrocious. Like,
0: he, he, dude. he can't fucking move. Like he was right.
2: like three of 18 last night. Mm-hmm. And that's where not having DeAndre Hunter hurts them too, because he was a valuable wing. You know, yeah, even saying. if all these guys healthy, they're still an inferior team. So honestly, the I fact that we're even keeping these games close know. is a testament to Trey Young. Uh,
0: the I Hawks. Could them, cast, I can
2: see them winning Game Four. It's possible. It,
0: it's so underrated the Hawks supporting cast. People keep saying there would be an inferior team. Dude, they've been hurt, and they beat Philly without DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, and basically well, Cam Bob Reddish
2: is hurt. awful. And, and either Durant way,
0: Durant he so averaged 10 a game his rookie year. I don't think he's- Yeah, i like
2: some of the worst shooting splits in NBA history.
0: I mean, to be fair though, Kevin Durant shot 42% from the field his rookie year and 31% from three. So okay. rookies shoot bad. And Anthony Edwards is, is the prime example. He shot bad. You saw LeBron shoot terrible. A lot of stars shoot bad the rookie year. Get over it.
2: I don't think Cam Reddish is a star though. But, and he also averaged 10. These guys were averaging like 21 their rookie year. I think there's a, there's a big difference. There's
0: a big difference you the, the, i'm just pointing out that rookies tend to shoot horrifically bad. i know was you
2: bad in college too his, his confidence was just shot like once zion and rj committed there
0: goal player he's not a star he's a role player and yeah, they, were really? missing him. they were missing deandre well, hunter i see i've
2: see, I seen him on the bench
1: last you night know, he
0: was he was back for the eastern conference spot i'm saying for the second round and he only came
1: back for game two of this series Oh, yeah, he's not going to get, he's not in the rotation. Though. He, he
0: had that minutes in game two in the blow loss. But I'm, what I'm saying is that this Hawks team, if they were healthy, they would be winning this series. This Hawks team, how much time do we have to underrate the supporting cast? They have like seven guys who average can average a like, 15 game on any team in the league. Like, i yeah,
1: Bogdanovich's a- knees destroyed at this point. You could see he
2: doesn't really have like that lift on his jump shot. Yeah, there was a the fast break last night where he was like basically walking and then he got blocked by Connaughton. It just looked like he had no lift. I mean, DeAndre Hunter also, too,
1: provides such great defensive ability. Like, he was a defensive player a year in college. Him guarding
2: Middleton would be a huge boost for them. He's got some shot creating ability, too. He's a valuable player. And, like, the Hawks will be back. They're a young team. They're only getting better. I agree, but looking at the landscape of the East, can they, like – I feel like this might be the best shot to win it. In a- well, are they are Sixth. they going to be a top three team in the East next year? And, like, the answer is probably. I think probably, actually. Hopefully, the Milwaukee will be the top dogs. And then who who else is better? And I know I- you guys are going to try and slip Miami in there, but no, Atlanta's miles I'm ahead of them.
0: To- no, I won't. But listen, Jimmy Butler is becoming one of the most disrespected players in the league right now. And that's why I have to say about this real quick. Because his one of the finals last year. Like, everyone thought he was a top ten player, right? Cool. Yeah. All right, whatever. But now it's like, he has one bad year and now he's like not a top 20 player in the league. I just, where does that even come from
2: anymore? I don't I don't get it because- The, the playoffs and recency bias like really distort people's views on- And that's the problem. If around. you flipped last year and this year, let's say last year he
0: was, he got eliminated in the first round. And then this year he made the finals. Then he would be a top five player. Like it just a recency bias. I mean, he made the finals as the best player on a team. Not a lot of people could say that. He's a top 15 player in my book still. I don't want to hear some- Paul George is better than it. Nah, no, Paul George is not better than Jimmy Butler. I- I'll die on that Hill. Oh,
2: that's a close one.
0: I will die on that Hill because Paul George is a great player, but his comments really piss me off though. When he says, you know, like he, for example, he's talking to like, he said, Dame, that's a bad shot to Dame. Like I'm playoff P um, you know, Dame, you're going to go home early this year. Like at, at the bubble last year, he talks all this shit, man. Like just, and he doesn't, no action. It's, it's no action. It's nothing to back it up. It's humiliating performances after you. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. And he's kind of done some good work to his legacy this year, but still, I don't, I don't like him at all. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure, well, Let's move on. Let's talk about that series where Paul George shot five of 20 in game four after shooting nine of 26 in game three. Um, I, honestly, I feel like now would be the time for everybody to jump on him, but I feel like people aren't talking enough about that. Know, he
0: that. Did, yeah, he
2: did enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Suns are up three one. I think this series is over now because Kawhi's are out for game five. He he was never gonna play in the series anyway. They should have just announced he was out for the whole playoffs. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand what like why what they're trying to do with this. It's I don't know. It's just it's so weird how ambiguous they're being with the injury. Like they're not but they just said like, oh it's a knee injury. Like they like what if this was if this was like any other superstar in the playoffs, like we would know the exact details of the injury. Yep. I just think it's so strange. But when you watch as the Clippers play you can just see that like they're 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 completely out of gas. I mean they scored 80 points because they just you know and they, their offense is so dysfunctional right now everybody's just it standing shot. still yeah they're just they're just out of gas right now they played two long like series um and especially the Suns got rest because they swept in the second round so you could just you could just tell they're out of gas.
0: Yeah well doesn't Paul George have the most minutes played this playoffs by far like it probably really rivals him. I think so and look, I'm not going to hate on, like, I'm not hating on Paul George for this, like this couple game shots, because he's been great this playoffs and being the jazz was, was great for his, you know, legacy, because I feel like that kind of just got the burden off of him of playoff P and you choke and this and that. So that's, that's why nobody really cares he's playing bad right now. Cause everyone knows and understands that, you know, if they had Kawhi, it would be totally different story, but Um, When we talk about the Suns though, I mean, they're going to, this is the chance for them to win a championship. If they don't win this year, it's over for them. It's over. DeAndre Ayton, going to get a max this offseason. It's pretty much confirmed. Mikael Bridges is going to get a a spicy deal, 20 plus million a year. Chris Paul wants to get a $100 million contract as a thirty-six, old yeah, really
2: quickly, all those guys are under contract next year, besides Chris Paul. Oh, so they, are, you know, they are, but extensions, though. So the extensions, yes, but like I, I don't know. I still think they might have another year if they can. You know, kind of that can. Chris Paul.
0: But Chris Paul's the, the weird X factor because if you pay mm-hmm. Chris Paul, then you can't pay Aiden Bridges. You can't pay all three of them. I mean, is that, mm-hmm. how that works.
2: It's gonna be tough though. But he has like a forty-five million dollar player option. Maybe he'll just opt into it. Yeah, he better. I mean. I don't know
0: why he he wants to opt out of, uh, apparently because he wants to see a long term deal. Which well, if they win a ring this year, year.
1: If he if they win a ring this year, he just opt out. And then that's fine. He'll just go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, but if he wins a ring, though, like why would you want to leave? I feel like that like that bond that you get from winning a ring. I feel like it's like I feel like players want to stay with the team you want a ring on. Like it's just like a cool locker room. Like everyone just chill. Like it's a good good mood all the time. And I mean, five, I feel like yeah. it's a family vibe they're saying in, in Phoenix right now. I don't he, know, he know why he like would run
2: it back. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it, I don't know what team would be willing to give Chris Paul a long-term deal. He's going to, he's 36, you know,
0: the Kings would, the Kings,
2: he'll fix it. He's going to sign him until he's 40. The Lakers would, they would, but and then cap space. we're going to make up caps.
0: We're going to add cap base for the Lakers just to, to get Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul would be good for the Lakers, but they don't well, have.
2: He'd cap. be much better than Westbrook. There's no denying that. Like, how would the
0: Lakers get Chris Paul? Like, what money would they use? I don't because I think they're negative in
2: the cap right now. I'm sure they are. So I'm it's like recapping the whole roster, though, pretty much. Yeah, yeah in fact, going- I guess
0: Schroeder's a free agent though, and same with Harrell. I guess they could probably make it work. Like knowing how the cap, they could probably make it work. I guess, but it'll be interesting to see. All right. That's going to be it for the Sneaky Sports Podcast, season three, episode number 48. Um, I think by the time next podcast, I mean, the, Sun series, the series should be over unless it goes to game seven. Cause I imagine game six is not, by, I think game six will probably be before the pod. And then the Bucks series could be over too. So we'll have to see. Um, but peace, everyone.